This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's keep it a little lighter. Let's go to MVP odds uh, in the NFL as currently we have Patrick Mahomes, still the favorite at plus 120. Jalen Hurts following at plus 150. Joe Burrow, 8-1. to one. Tua at 12-1. to one. And Josh Allen at 12-1 to one as well. So looking at these odds, uh, is there any value play that you see? Or do you think it's Patrick Mahomes or bust? Uh, I don't, I think there is some value. I would go with Hertz right now at plus 150. Burrow's an interesting guy at plus 800, especially if they win their division. You look at their remaining schedule, Chelsea, they still have the Ravens. They have the Bucks. they have to play. They have the Bills. They have some tough games. So if he plays like he did against Kansas City, obviously he's won some big games without Jamar Chase and Burrow's just a likable guy. So at plus 800, I think there's some value there. To me, though, I think Jalen Hurts is the play at plus 150. The Eagles have the best record in the league. They play in the toughest division in football. He's had a really good season. And if they're going to continue to win games, if they're going to be the one seed in the NFC, you got to figure he's going to be a big part of the reason why. And it's just kind of the biggest question mark coming into the season for the Eagles was Jalen Hurts. We know the defense would be really good. We know the addition of A.J. Brown was going to help that offense tremendously. We knew they had a good run game, a great offensive line. It really just all came down to Jalen Hurts. And for much of the season, we've talked about the Eagles as the team to beat, not only the NFC, but maybe even all the football because of the way that he has played. So as long as the Eagles get the number one seed in the NFC, they win the NFC East, I think it's Hurts' award to lose. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's kind of that guy right now. It's like LeBron or Giannis in the NBA, or it's Mike Trout in the MLB. We're kind of just so used to his greatness that we don't – he could win the MVP every year almost because of how great he is. But it just seems like with the year that Hurts is having, with the year that the Eagles are having – that Jalen Hurts at plus 150 would, would probably be my pick to win it. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you and say like Jalen Hurts is like not a good pick, but I'll still go with Patrick Mahomes because he has the numbers that jump off the page right now, 30 touchdowns to eight interceptions. So he is leading the league in passing touchdowns by five full touchdowns. Uh, he's leading uh, the league in yards overall, yards per game. And also, 
He has the wow factor. I know we talk about voter fatigue and people saying, oh, well, we have seen this show before. Nobody wants to vote for Patrick Mahomes again. But remember the start of the season. Nobody wanted to get pa- give Patrick Mahomes any kind of credit. They say, well, he doesn't have Tyree Kill anymore. Let's see him, you know, do that same type of damage in the AFC West, which was supposed to be the toughest division in football. And look, you know, how that has fared. Uh, That take is definitely an old take exposed because it's clearly the Chiefs division. And a lot of it is because Patrick Mahomes. So I think it's got to be Patrick Mahomes for me. Not only does he have the best stats in the NFL, but he also has the highlight reel worthy plays. You know, the no look passes, you know, the trickery that we're used to seeing from Patrick Mahomes because Jalen Hurts is great, but he has a ton of help around him. So I think for me, you know, truly at MVP, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. And I, I took him at eight to one to start the year, plus eight hundred. So I hope you're right. I came in with the mindset with a lot of the things that you're saying. A lot of people thought the AFC West was going to be the best division. They lost Tyree Kill, and people were like, "Oh, what are the Chiefs going to do now?" I just thought Mahomes was going to be so motivated coming into this year. He was going to play great. He has. He's currently the leader, and uh, I mean, I, I can see why you like Mahomes. There's a reason it's a two-horse race between Mahomes and Hurts. I expect it to come down to the last week of the regular season. I think it's going to be that close, and uh, either guy could win it. All right, so let's go to NFL Offensive Player of the Year. We've got Tyreek Hill leading the charge as the favorite, plus 190. Jalen Hurts, plus 250. Justin Jefferson, 3-1. to one. Patrick Mahomes, plus 950. And uh, Travis Kelsey and Stephon Diggs, both 18 to one. So this award is a little bit more interesting just because it's not the MVP. And it's yep. usually the best player who is just not named MVP. The la- over the last three seasons, it's been skill position players. Uh, or I guess you would say a running back is a skill position player. Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, and Michael Thomas are the last three award winners uh for this uh nfl offensive player of the year so given that who do you think is the best play here and that's where i was going i would automatically eliminate hertz and mahomes because this is kind of like the non-qb award that they give um i would take justin jefferson at plus 300 personally over tyree kill and i think this is almost a narrative-based bet when people talk about the dolphins they talk about mike mcdaniel and what a great hire that was, how much of a genius he is offensively. They really don't talk too much about Hill. It's more so, oh, Jalen Hill, Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill in this Dolphins offense. Whereas when you talk about the Minnesota Vikings, it starts and ends with Justin Jefferson, the year he's having. He has that highlight moment that we all remember, that one-handed catch against the Bills. He's been fantastic this season. He's got the stats to back it up too. He's uh He's third in the league in receptions right now, second in yards. He has six touchdowns. So I think Justin Jefferson's the play right now, plus 300. Plus with the season that the Vikings are having, he, to me, is the play. His odds actually have gotten better if you want to bet him. They've gone from plus 225 to plus 300. So now you have even better value on him. I think the play for me is Justin Jefferson. I like it quite a lot. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm with you because not only is he, I think he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I don't think that's even arguable, um, but he also is playing in an offense where you know he's going to get the targets. Like you said, he is the clear number one in Minnesota. It is a passing offense. And also, if you look at yards after the catch, it's not even the fact that he is getting these deep balls all the time. It's the fact that he's fourth in the NFL in yards after the catch and the three guys ahead of him aren't really like receivers it's austin eckler christian mccaffrey and travis kelsey which also is a a candidate for this award but justin jefferson i think is going to put up the numbers so i think i will go with justin jefferson too especially at three to one over at that mgm let's go to coach of the year uh right now nick sirianni of the eagles is the current favorite at minus 185 kevin o'connell is plus 350 robert sala 12 to 1 mike mcdaniel 14 to 1 and Mike McCarthy, 16 to 1. I was kind of shocked to see that. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, really? Yeah. I, I was too. You know, Sirianni's probably going to win the award, but there's no way you can take him at minus 185. So it's a pass for me. If you were going to look somewhere else, it would probably be Mike McDaniel at 14 to 1, just because of the things that we were talking about and how great he's been on offense this year, the strides that we've seen Tua make, how great that offense has been. And if they win the AFC East, Chelsea, you know, he could definitely be a guy that gets his name in the conversation. Ultimately, though, again, the Eagles have the best record in the league. They play in the toughest division in the NFL. So if they continue to do that, it's going to be tough for him not to win it. I would not take Kevin O'Connell, though, at plus 350. I will say that. The Vikings are 10-2, and two, but we all talk about the Vikings in the sense of how fraudulent they are, how lucky they've been. Like, that's not a good reflection on the head coach. If teams are, if people are talking about how much of a fraud your team is or how lucky they are that they have the record that they have, when you talk about the Eagles, everybody's like, oh, that's a really good team, and that's a well-coached team, and that's why Sirianni's the favorite. People say the same thing about the Dolphins, how well-coached they are, how good their offense looks, so... For me, it's a pass, but if you want to do a little sprinkle on a long shot, I would take McDaniel at 14-1. to Right, and I think people think about this award and they say, oh, well, there's been some great head coaching jobs done in the NFL, namely like Brian Dable, the turnaround that he has had, Pete Carroll, and the turnaround that the Seahawks have really had. But if you look at the history of this award, there has not been a single winner of this award since 2013 that has not finished the season uh, with at least double-digit wins. So I think that goes into the handicap as well. The last time uh, somebody did not win double-digit wins, it was uh, Bruce Arians with the Colts. And I feel like, didn't he have cancer or something? I feel like there was some other storyline that was like coming into play there. Um, he might have been sick. I think that was Chuck Pagano, maybe. Did he win the award? Oh, he was God. dealing with some stuff. Yeah, when he was the coach of the Hopefully Colts. I didn't just give somebody cancer. 
Uh, <laughs> wouldn't want to do that. Oh uh, yeah, Bruce Arians took his place after Chuck Pagano mm-hmm. uh, was dealing with health issues. But bottom line, you really have to have a good season. So I think that's why Nick Sirianni is the favorite. And looking down the list, you need a team that also can stack up the wins because that goes into it too. Uh, we do have time for a couple more of these awards. It looks like NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker, uh, the current favorite, but his odds have longed, uh, lengthened, I should say, as he's two to one. I think he is a little banged up. Garrett Wilson, who's put on an absolute clinic over the past couple of weeks, plus 275. Christian Watson of the Packers, three to one. And Chris Olave, four to one. So do we think Garrett Wilson can make a push for this award? Uh, we sure do. I, that's going to be my pick. It's either Wilson or Watson at this point. Obviously, what Watson's done the last couple weeks, he has six touchdowns in his last three games. He's been great. He's scored a touchdown in each of his last four games. Wilson, now, though, that he's got Mike White throwing the ball to him, I, I mean, we saw the game he had against the Vikings. He was getting targeted a ton, had like 11 catches, over 100 yards. He was great. So, it's got to be one of those two guys. I think it's going to be Wilson at plus 275. Mike White and the Jets are going to continue to throw the ball. Ever since Brees Hall got hurt, the Jets really haven't been as explosive in the run game as they were early on in the season. And that's why they were struggling with Zach Wilson because they had to rely more on him. He obviously wasn't getting the job done. Mike White throws for a ton of yards. He takes a lot of chances. So, that benefits receivers in the yards that they can rack up, the touchdowns that they can score. So for me, it's it's Garrett Wilson at plus 275. I think that's the play. I like Garrett Wilson, but with the caveat of I wouldn't bet it now. Because the thing is, the Jets have had some really, you know, uh, <laughs> easy defenses to go against. So I think that his numbers are not going to be quite as strong. So maybe wait a couple games because I think the defensive schedule is a little tougher for the Jets. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.